Hey you guys! <laughs> You're so good at that. Hi everybody! Hello, it's Anna. And Alyssa. And we are Northern Fritz, a paranormal and true crime podcast talking about spooky stuff in the Midwestern region, specifically Minnesota, Wisconsin, North and South Dakota, wow. Iowa, Michigan, Illinois. We're, we're going to talk about Nebraska. So oh, in Nebraska. Nebraska. <laughs> Surprise, Surprise. We're bringing it in. Well, but how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Not too bad. It's great to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like we haven't hung out in so long. I know. It hurts my heart. <laughs> I was feeling really sad this morning, so this is... That whole reunited and it feels so good. Reunited and it feels so good. Just factual. Just facts. Facts on facts on facts on facts. Okay, yeah. (laughs) So FYI, our last episode cut short. You Mm -hmm. might have noticed. Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't because actually it sort of was perfect timing. Yeah. But I got a call or text message or something in the middle of it. So Mm -hmm. we learned we need to turn airplane mode on. It was very rude. (laughs) It was really rude. But it was at the end, so it was okay. Yeah. Um, We accepted it this time. And because Anna is such a trooper, she's going to go first again. Yay. Okay. Sorry, I was like slowly moving my purse out of the way. <laughs> so I'm just like, don't make a sound. Okay. So this week, I'm going to be talking about, and I believe this is how it's pronounced. Okay. Nopeming Sanatorium. Ooh, okay. You have to give it, yeah. Which my my subtitle is Ghost BB. <laughs> Ghost BB, yes. So a little bit of a background on Nopeming. It opened in 1912, where a caravan of consumptives were brought to the sanatorium from Duluth. Okay, first of all, we I hear podcasts that talk about consumption, and I always forget immediately after they talk about it. What it is? Yeah, what is it again? Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. TB. Okay. TB. The tibs. And they came, <laughs> they came from Duluth. Okay. Correct. This is, like, the history I got is from an article. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Like, Substreets, I think, is what... The article is called mm-hmm. the website. It was really good. So if you have any interest in it, look that up. Um, it, it's the first sanatorium. Nopeming is the first sanatorium for tuberculosis patients in Minnesota. Okay. The name Nopeming, which for a long time I was calling it Nopeming. <laughs> How do we spell it now that we're it's, here? It's basically like Nope, N-O-P-E, mm-hmm. M-I-N-G. M-I-N-G. Okay. Nope. Nope. Nopeming. Or nopeming. 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 It means out of the woods or in the forest in Ojibwe, okay. which is a reference to its location. Yeah, I like that. It got its name in a naming contest. Okay. Um, Reverend Frank Piquette was a missionary with the Ojibwe. And that's the guy that made the name. Made it. And fun fact. And I apologize. Where is this located again? It's um just, just going to get that. Is it in Nopeming? Um, it's located 10 miles southwest of Duluth, off of Interstate 35's Midway Road exit. Okay. So. Southwest of Duluth. Yeah. So near, like, um, it's close, it's between, um, (laughs) Cloquet and Duluth area, right? I think so. Let's Google it. Let's Google it. Let's do the Googles. I'll continue. Um, it's 110,000 square feet and set on 40 acres. 
It has like multiple buildings on the campus. Okay. It had over 200 patients at a time and some core staff members, but had like thousands overall of patients. Okay. In 1971, it was turned into a nursing home. Mm-hmm. In 2002, it closed due to lack of funds. All right. 2005, the property was purchased by a private investor who wanted to turn it into a Minnesota Teen Challenge. But long story short, was really a front for a Ponzi scheme. Oh, what's a teen, teen challenge? Um, it's like a drug and addiction center oh, okay. for teens. All right. Um, in twenty sixteen, Nopeming opens its doors to tourism to help repair the property. Okay. The area was chosen because of its good air location, and Duluth was a very city area because it's like the industrial period. Yeah, back in nineteen twelve. Yeah. Sure. It's estimated to have had about 1,500 deaths at Nopeming. Okay. The population of Nopeming boomed for a few decades until it was discovered that chemotherapy was an effective drug for tuberculosis in the 50s. Fun hmm. fact. Fun fact. So many fun facts today. You're <laughs> it's, welcome. It's good stuff. It's going to be great. Now on to the dark stuff. Yes. Um, there was a murder-suicide where a man killed an orderly, orderly oh. and, then killed, and then himself on Mother's Day, and that's now called the Mother's Day Massacre. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh. Mm. <laughs> Mother's Day. <laughs> um, other suicides happened there, so bars were installed on the windows to keep patients from jumping to their deaths. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which also would lock them in if they had a fire. Yeah, it's probably not the smartest <laughs> decision, but it's also, okay. you know a long time ago where things were not thought out yeah. as well. Different safety procedures. Different times. On to the ghosts. Ghosties. Ghosts. Ghost me. <laughs> um, a person who wrote an article about the sanatorium, that substreets one, had heard, he spent the night there mm-hmm. and he heard banging, footsteps rumming, running, not rumming. <laughs> I like rumming. Rumming. <laughs> A humming sing-along sound that was coming over the loudspeakers. Oh, no. Yeah. And of course, it's like abandoned now. Like, there's nobody living yeah. in there. It's not used for anything. And over the loudspeakers. Over the loudspeakers. Humming. Yeah, like oh. a humming sound. You know, it's like, I read it and I was like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. A cold breeze, like being shocked by a current. Okay. The sound of a mug on a desk and a squeak of a chair. And the nurse call button going off. Years scared. Yep. <laughs> Years later, he went back with a girlfriend and two other friends, and they found the girlfriend's makeup brush, which was in her bag on the first floor, which is, I think they said that they were in, like, an auditorium. Okay. That's where they were planning to spend the night. So her bag was there, and they found her makeup brush in the hall on a second floor. Different floor. Wow. Yeah. So... Um, the most popular ghost at Nopeming is a nine-year-old girl believed to have been at, during, like, the sanatorium when it was for tuberculosis patients. Missy Phoebus okay. of the Paranormal Research Minnesota said attendees of her group's four-hour late-night paranormal investigation classes that were held there had heard the sound of a little girl giggling. There might have been a photograph of her. Um, it's a sheer image, seemingly in a long gown in the same hallway as a tricycle, which is apparently, like, in there and which moves on its own. Okay. What was her name again? <laughs> Missy Phoebus. <clears throat> okay. So, just a little bit left now. Okay. Ghost Adventures was there in 2015, and they reported hearing disembodied voices, 
door slams, and tugs from unseen forces. And then, of course, Zach was being his usual douche self and yeah, was just like relaxed, reacting to the space. Yeah, he's a he's a lot he's to a take lot of in. Energy. Oh my gosh, my mom and I watched. It was a Halloween set like episode this past year mm-hmm. where they were I think it was at his paranormal museum in Las Vegas it was just too dramatic <laughs> I've seen a few episodes but nothing really stands out but I know I got sucked into watching like five in a row oh yeah you like watch them you're like oh my gosh and then like, I died out from watching mm-hmm. it a little lot yeah he's always like yelling like come on ghost Fight me! One day it's gonna fight him. He's not gonna know what to do. It's gonna well, he constantly is like, I'm being possessed. Oh my gosh! Okay, good to know. Yeah. Um. So Anna, like some of the other paranormal activity that's been reported there, um, have been shadow figures in the tunnels beneath. Okay. Disembodied laughter, moaning, screaming, and other explained noises. Mm. Unexplained noises. Okay. So, fun fact, it's become a place where horror movies and other dramatic films have been filmed, Mm -hmm. such as Older Than America, which is a suspense drama about the effect of Native American children in boarding schools. I like it. So, that is the story of No Peming. I like it. We're going to post at least one picture of the whole thing, but I thought I found the map. Oh. Awaken, computer. Our computer was like, I'm tired. It's like, I don't want to. So here it is, and it's sort of mm-hmm. by Proctor okay. um, and Esco. Between that, on, on 35. 35. Um, look at it. It's right by J. Cook State yeah. Park. And if, like, I keep thinking this is, like, a touch screen. <laughs> I do every, every time to you. Like, where are you touch. Go? I'm going to go south. Because yeah. I'm going like to see if we're on, Jay like, Cook? 22. What is that, 23? Three. So, like... Keep going, like down in this area is where our cabin is. Okay. So guess what, family? We're gonna go find it because you can okay. do um, night tours there. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You're gonna do it for sure. I really want to. You should. So, FYI, family. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. we'll include like one of these or maybe this older one mm-hmm. of it's, the whole ground. Yeah, because it's a huge place. It looks massive. Yeah. Ooh, look at those tunnels. Oh, I don't know if that's a tunnel. I don't know what it is. What is that picture? Sorry, we're like it's looking the at the YouTube. The oh, YouTube. You'd have to watch a video. Okay, never mind. But yeah, we'll post a picture of or two of this. I think I, that one might have been from that article that I read. I couldn't find Duluth no, News Tribune. I no. couldn't find a picture of Missy Phoebus. Well, she is the paranormal researcher. Oh, She's she not is. The ghost. Got it. Got yeah. It. Sorry. Um, oh, this is it. That's the article that I read. Substreet. Substreet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could link it. Yeah. Because it was a really good article. It's very long because he goes like super in depth into the history of the place. Okay. Um, it looks nasty. Looks really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. But it's, it was very interesting. A little bit of history for y'all. With a little bit of ghosty. Ghosties. Ghosties. <laughs> I know. I love Bye that guy. picture. He's just like, I'm really excited, even though I've got tuberculosis. <laughs> Like, let's, let's do it's been fine <laughs> and now he's featured in, a, a, in an, article, an article 60 like, years later yeah well, so, way won? to go way to go guy who won, <laughs> who won? he did <laughs> he did okay all right i'm gonna do a true crime story of Ooh, course yay. 
And the reason I even found it is it's on the like Ohio missing persons list. Ooh. Um, because the person's from Ohio. Okay. However, all like the trial and everything takes place in Nebraska, and my brain wouldn't really figure out, couldn't figure out why all that's happening. Mm-hmm. They extradited the person, but anyways, okay. you'll hear more about it. But okay. I just couldn't figure out why they had to do it in Nebraska. And maybe you'll know because you're smarter. Well, soups. Thank you for recognizing this. <laughs> just maybe you will though, because maybe yeah. I've just been too yeah. in depth that I couldn't figure it out. We'll get it. Okay, so it's about Carrie Farber and Shanna Goliar. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm gonna call her um by her preferred name, which is Liz. So Liz Goliar. Okay. And Carrie Farber. Farber. Okay. All right, so Carrie Farber is a programmer and an intelligent woman. Um, she disappears on November 13th in 2012 in, from Omaha, Nebraska. The Iowa resident had last been seen leaving the house of a man named Dave that she had been dating, and he lives in Nebraska. So I guess maybe the disappearance happened in Nebraska. Been there. Okay. Days, weeks, and months um, after Carrie was physically had physically disappeared, Carrie's online social media presence was active, though. Oh. Carrie even texted and messaged her family and friends, although nobody ever saw her again. Weird. Very weird. Weird. So on the night before Carrie disappears, she tells Dave that the next morning she has, like, a big project. So, like, mm-hmm. she has future plans. Like, mm-hmm. that's what... And so Dave and Carrie had been seeing each other for a few weeks and were getting to know each other. Um, they both didn't want a relationship, but it seemed more like they wanted companionship and some relations. That never works out. <laughs> Bad plan. Bad Carrie. But that's my guess. Okay. It's a... <laughs> they wanted relations. They wanted basically relations and somebody. Okay. <laughs> so on November 13, it's 6.30 and Dave is already at work. Mm-hmm. And by um, 10... That morning, he starts to get text messages that don't sound like the Carrie he knew. Mm. Asking things like, do you want to live together? Um, <laughs> followed by, I hate you. Oh. Her, me- or her behavior changed 100% from what he had known her yeah. to be like. Huh. And I learned through a YouTube episode that Carrie was bipolar, but mm. she had been like steadfast about maintaining her mental health and okay. was in a good place. Okay. So I don't think that plays a role in this at Yeah, all. it wasn't like she decided not to take her medication. Yeah, no. Okay. This has nothing to do with it, but still a, a fact we should know. Mm-hmm. So then we have Shanna Liz Galliar. Mm-hmm. Liz had also dated Dave mm. and had seen Carrie as she was leaving Dave's house that day oh. in November. According to a text that Carrie's mom received on the morning Carrie had disappeared, Carrie and her boyfriend had split up and Carrie may check herself into a mental facility, like mental health facility. Okay. To her mom, it didn't make any sense. So later on, Carrie's family receives texts that Carrie has a job interview in Kansas mm. and that she'd be back by the weekend, but she never shows up. Mm. Carrie's mom later files a missing persons report with Pottawatomie County Sheriff's Office. Okay. Pottawatomie, I think, is in Iowa. I'll Google. Because that's where her family's from, okay. and that's where Liz resides legally. Okay. Her boyfriend lives in Nebraska. I think um, Carrie was in Iowa. I'm guessing sort of like over the river kind of thing. Yeah, must Minneapolis, like right St. Paul, right there. That's my guess. Um, Carrie would only text, and she never answered phone calls after this 
disappearance. Mm-hmm. Carrie's family receives texts that she's now moving in with Dave and she has sold her furniture and took the job in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Max, Carrie's son, receives a message stating that Max is coming with me. I'm the adult. <coughs> and so the family was sort of freaked out by that because yeah. this is an um, underage kid, even though I think he was a teenager at mm-hmm. that point. Carrie's mom gets temporary custody of Max. <clears throat> I apologize. Who is Max again? Max is Carrie's son. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I was like, he's she a just like, I'm going to take this kid with me. <laughs> they're like, no. <laughs> no, he's her son. Okay. Um, so remember how I had said that Carrie reportedly had sold her furniture? Yes. Along with that text message, there was an attached picture with a check for the uh, furniture for $5,000. And it was signed by Shanna Goliar. Oh. So at this point, they didn't know it yet, but she seems like she's sort of throwing in hints. Yeah. She's like, look, here's a check. It's actually happening. (laughs) (laughs) On who it might be. So um, the police contact Liz, and she just directs him to Dave. And I I guess I don't know why, but she tells the cops to talk to Dave. So they show up at Dave's work, and they're super aggressive with him, thinking that he had something to do with Carrie's disappearance. Mm -hmm. This was bizarre. Next, Carrie starts texting the detective. Mm -hmm. How does she get his phone number? Yeah. I don't know. I'm telling him to leave Dave out of it and that Carrie doesn't want to be found. And technically, an adult could up and leave and do what they want. So. But the part about leaving Dave alone, they'd still probably have to look into it. Yeah. Um, shortly thereafter, Liz's house, um, or garage rather, was broken into, and I use quotes, mm-hmm. broken into, and had graffiti on the wall, and it said, whore from Dave. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what it means, even. It's like, it's like, whore like underneath Dash. like from comma dave <laughs> i don't know it's like weird um one milestone i guess i could say is carrie's father died and carrie never showed up to the funeral to which the family believed if she was alive even in a bad spot she would have come right so on facebook now she has facebook too um carrie posts that Dave proposed to her, and she said yes. So the police talked to Dave, <laughs> and he hadn't even seen Carrie, much less proposed to her. Right. Everyone's super confused about what's going on. <laughs> um, Dave changes his number a few times, but Carrie still manages to text him. Many times the messages would include details about what he was just doing, like he was being watched. Uh. Um, Carrie states that she has a key to his house and can, and can come and go as she pleases. <laughs> Whoever this is, is clearly bananas. Cuckoo. Um, one day after leaving work, Dave sees Carrie's SUV and it's half buried in the snow. So the police impound the SUV, process it, and they find that it's clean except for it has a fingerprint on a gum package. Or a packet, mm-hmm. you know, a packet mm-hmm. of gum? Yep. Um, this behavior from quote unquote Carrie causes Dave and Liz to get back together and they mm. have much to talk about because mm. they talk about this Carrie person. Right. Convenient. Next, Liz's house almost burns down completely and sadly three of their pets died in the fire. No. I know. Okay. That's the Thank so you <laughs> for sharing that detail. I know. I know, I'm so sad. <laughs> 
Shortly thereafter, Carrie emails Dave stating that she did it and she wanted to kill Liz and her kids. Mm-hmm. A man calls Carrie, Carrie's family stating that Carrie was at a homeless shelter and that they could go and get her. So the family um, goes with an investigator only to find she's not there, of course. Of course. There are many posts on Facebook that Carrie will come home once she sorted some things out. Um, and they start to believe even more that it's not Carrie because she is very meticulous regarding grammar and spelling. Mm. And the posts were not grammatical. Mm. I read a few of them. <laughs> and it's like a run-on sentence, no capitalization, or awkward, like doesn't yeah. make sense, capitalization. Sure. So it's not somebody they thought, you yeah. know, it's not Carrie. Um, so then they ask, the family asks the police if maybe Carrie was kidnapped and her identity stolen. All right, so Liz is to believe to have assumed Carrie's identity and social media and via email in order to throw off investigators um, from Liz's tail trail by using Carrie's cell phone. All right, so eventually Liz is um, taken into custody and she is charged with... um, connection to the murder so i'm going to talk about the trial and details so during the trial there was little evidence and most of it was circumstantial um there was the fingerprints on the packet of gum Mm -hmm. that was found inside carrie's vehicle and a photo that liz had presumably had of carrie's deep composing foot oh no no the jury also heard a 911 call that liz made so, um, Carrie disappeared in 2013. Okay. The jury hears a phone call that Liz made in 2015, mm-hmm. in which Liz states that a woman who happens to be Dave's ex's kid's mom, you know, okay, yeah, um, however you state that, that um, this woman had shot Liz in the foot. Okay. So, the police converge very quickly upon the park because there's a gun involved. Yep. And they're looking for shell casings only to find no casings. Hmm. <laughs> Later, the police have Liz take a lie detector test and they, they quickly conclude that Liz shot herself. Smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the following year, Liz pleads guilty to smashing the window of another woman's apartment. Mm-hmm. Liz has <laughs> got some problems. She's, she has some problems. Liz had a history of posing as her rivals and inventing stories to discredit them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. This wow. is just next level what yeah. she does with Carrie. In Douglas County in the next year in 2016, the district attorney accuses Liz of concealing the fact that Carrie was no longer alive um, by texting and doing Facebook posts as well as emails. Mm-hmm. Liz is arrested in Iowa and was later extradited to Nebraska. Okay. The defense states that during the trial that you can't convict without a body. You know, that's their defense. Uh-huh. She didn't do it. You can't prove it. Yeah. You know? And that the only reason Liz was ever arrested was she was truant from court for a civil matter in which the police used this warrant regarding Carrie. Sure as an excuse to grill Liz. So they're trying to say she shouldn't have even been questioned because it was under false pretense. Uh-huh. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz claimed that she had only seen Carrie one time and that was only like I maybe saw her mm-hmm. was coming out of Dave's apartment that day probably. Mm-hmm. 
Defense claimed that it was a leap from having fingerprints on a gun packet to murder, which, if you think about it, yes, it is. Um, And they stated that the gun packet could have been, like, in Dave's apartment, Mm -hmm. and both ladies were there at some point. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, Liz had touched it or grabbed a a piece of gum, Mm -hmm. and then later on, Carrie or Dave put it in the car, like, when they were leaving. Not that they were trying to frame her or anything but that it's just natural you yeah. pick it up yeah. maybe bring it with you like mm, gum yeah gum gum prosecutors believe that carrie was killed in or near dave's apartment because Ooh. there was blood found but the amount was unclear huh. and carrie had apparently lived with dave for a short time um from what i found in the articles they had only known each other like two weeks what so maybe they just meant like overnight stays that oh, were like a week okay. long or something. Sure. I don't think it was like living. Yeah, I was gonna say like you meet him, then and you're like, please move in with me. I love you. Yeah, because if I understood right, on November twelfth, Carrie had slept over that night because she had told Dave that she had that big project coming up. Sure. So I think it was more of like a lot of sleeping over sessions. Yeah. And not really living. <laughs> Relationship sessions. Relations sessions. <laughs> Um, so they, the defense claimed that the blood could have been just from a nosebleed and not from, from murder because okay. they couldn't identify like large amounts of blood. It okay. was undefined. It was, like it was a, just like uh, they found something, some blood. Okay. <clears throat> Other evidence that was uncovered was an email that was later associated with one of dozens of email accounts that Liz owned in which the sender detailed how the murder happened. Oh. I never got any information on that email. I didn't. Yeah. I couldn't find what it said, but it came from an Amy Flora quote unquote, mm-hmm. in which she admits to the murder. Um, but the email was sent um, was sent from one of Liz's devices. Mm. So it always ties back to Liz yeah. and her accounts or her yeah. devices. Mm. <laughs> Prosecution believed that Carrie was stabbed as she left Dave's apartment, and. Jeez. Quote, her life was violently cut short by this defendant's twisted, obsessive, reprehensible acts of violence. Mm. Dave testified that he received 1,200 plus emails and thousands of texts from, quote unquote, Carrie, Mm -hmm. from 25 different numbers. That's wild. (laughs) Wild. Of the 1,200 plus emails, um, they read only about eight, or not eight, 80 of the emails. So they yeah. didn't read very many of them, sure. but they probably got the gist of the like, tone and this the, is crazy. <laughs> the verbiage and, you know, that this person used. Yeah. Eventually, Dave naturally just br- had broken up with Liz in November of 2015. As you do. As you do. And messages nearly came to a halt after that. Huh. And not one message has been received since Liz was arrested. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. mm. So... Liz is found guilty, sentenced to life in prison for first-degree murder, and she was also found guilty of setting her house on fire. Good. And killing her pets. Yeah. Wow. So Liz has always maintained that she's innocent, and her trial surprisingly only lasted 10 days. Yeah. Like, being the amount of even just texts or emails, you figured it'd be long, but... Right. I don't know. 10 days. Her, um, Carrie's body has never been found. Mm. Um, And this is just a little tidbit... Um, during this fiasco, Carrie's mom had a dream that Carrie's father came to her and said, don't worry, she's with me. Oh. <laughs> Which probably gave her some comfort, but that yeah. was, you know, still during all the shenanigans. Yeah. And Aww. there we are. 
Isn't that nuts? So yeah, I want to like look these people up just to see what they look like. Look at Liz. Surprisingly, <clears throat> sort of attractive. I don't know what Carrie looks like. Okay. Let's see Dave, pictures. I saw him on um, Nightline or whatever. Liz. How do you spell the last name? Do Shanna. Shanna. And it, I might have had spelled this wrong. Galliar. Galliar. There she is. No, I don't want to submit my email address. <laughs> Beautiful picture. It was like a lady crying. Her courtroom pictures aren't that cute, but when they were doing, like, um, during Nightline, I was Uh watching an episode of that, they, I I was like, oh, she is pretty attractive. I could see where they did it. (laughs) Like, this one, her, uh, the, uh, arresting picture is not pretty. (laughs) Not pretty, but I also can't find any that they put on the video. In Nightline. Okay, I see it now. Carrie Farber. Maybe she's better to search for because Liz, I can't find anything that makes her look good. <laughs> no. There she is. Yep, that's like Carrie. Because nice at first I was like, why? He just. They were. I thought. feel like they were different ages too. Like Dave? Dave and um, Liz. I feel like she was older. Cooper. Yep, Koopa. Oh, well. That's why you never go out with younger men. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned for all of you. Oh, God, that is a, that is a nice picture of Shayna. Why do you think that is a... the? Why are the f- pictures not showing what um, Nightline had? I don't know. Because, like, Google is, isn't showing any... Which is fine. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, he looks a lot younger. Yeah, he looks. He's. I feel like he's at least ten years old, or younger. He's ten years old. Younger, ten years <laughs> younger than her. All right. Well, that was very good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, work. here's my I thing: is would she have gotten away with it if she didn't do any of this texting social media? Probably. Probably. Because, like, I mean, they haven't been able to find the body. No. So, and how would they have connected those two? So she done played herself she played herself for sure (laughs) and it was her nature of trying to make her enemies or rivals look bad that i think kicked her in the butt yeah but based on her behavior of over the years doing things to women Mm -hmm. i don't think she would have ended up in jail anyways because she was like you're a stalker during the middle after 2013 she was still breaking people's windows and mm-hmm. getting into that. Oh, I didn't mention this in my report, but mm-hmm. she Dave actually thinks he had seen her one time during um the middle of this before mm-hmm. she's arrested on the ground at his apartment building like oh. he had just came home from the bar. He, okay, at this yeah. point he's heavily drinking. Okay. He's like this is nuts. This is a, as would a normal person. Yeah, you really would because you're like, what's going on? You can't make yeah. sense of it. So he's like, he he admits he drank a little too much mm-hmm. during it. And he was returning from the bar and he sees what he believes was Liz at his apartment building, but like off to the side mm-hmm. and like low to the ground mm-hmm. where they think that, or he thinks that she was doing the whole I can see you and what you're doing thing. Oh. So he doesn't, he didn't get any emails yeah. from her or anything after that, but <laughs> she's oh, ridiculous. That is psychotic. Wow. 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 Yeah. All right. 
Well, excellent work. Excellent. Today. Nope, nope, nope. No pemming? No pemming. You know what's really fun? If you look it up on Google Translate and have it say it, because it's like, mm-hmm. no pemming. It says it, right? Yeah. All right. Google no, no Translate. I just put the word in. No. Yeah. No pemming. Nope. Ming. Okay. Which is what I would do if I was there. I'd be English like, nope. To English. Ming. Yeah. Because I was like, it's English. <laughs> like, I don't think so. No pemming. 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 Hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's not no pemming. How was I pronouncing it? I feel like I just like blacked out for a good no hour. Pemming. <laughs> no pemming. No pemming. No pemming. No pemming. Yeah, she says no pemming. No pemming. I feel like on maybe Ghost Adventures because I think I did see part of it. They were like no pemming. No pemming. No. That's also because it's Zach Bagel Bites. Courtesy of, and that's why we drink. <laughs> bagel bites. Zach bagel bites. All right. High well, five. Good job. Virtual high. Oh, we're going to do a high five. Yes. <laughs> Anna doesn't like hugs. No. I uh, sometimes hug her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Sheila came in, she like went like this, and I was like, no! <laughs> I now know not to take it personal. But that's why I was like, oh, we're actually touching hands. Okay. We're, we're there now. Oh, oh my God. It's happening. It's happening. It's definitely happening. Oh, my God. All right. So that's episode seven. Um, Good for us. Yeah. Were, were you, uh, July, as you know, is coming quickly. June? I'm saying July. Because oh. July has that... Um, whatever fair we were thinking of going oh, to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got to go to that. And that. <laughs> well, like, you're like, July is coming, and I was like, June. so is also June. <laughs> A month in between. We have, like, six weeks if we're going to plan it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say my, something about my birthday. I was like, yes. <laughs> is there a special day in July? <laughs> well, of course. What a special day it is. It's a very special <laughs> month. Anna was born. You're welcome. <laughs> World. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. I'm still drinking water. <laughs> and I haven't right. burped once this episode. How? Where'd it go? Now. I think it does correlate to when we eat right yeah. before. No, so I was going to be like, growth. <laughs> growth. <laughs> We're maturing. We're maturing. <laughs> Mid 30s to not 30. Yeah. Doing it good for us. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Maybe we'll oh, I'll probably do one next week. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of time. Yep. Yep. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Okay. Bye. 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 Love you. Bye. <laughs>